Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Think about that, right? For not just Augusta, but like how many sports towns? Like we went to Michigan this year, right? The entire city of Ann Arbor is based around Michigan football pretty much. When we had to park, we had to pay $100 to park in somebody's grass, right? They're not writing that off on their tax, on their tax returns because they're saying, all right, how many home games do they have a year? Probably like seven. So imagine if they get like 10 cars to pay $100. That's $1,000 every Saturday. They got seven or eight, six or seven Saturdays, seven grand. That's just cash flow. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. All right, guys. <laughs> Welcome back. This is nostalgic. Yo, don't don't adjust your cameras. Don't adjust your, your TV screens. It's just us. That's a fact, man. It's nostalgic, you know. Uh, if you're a day one supporter, day one earner, you know that uh, the first, I believe, six. First. At least five or first six. First nine. Well, eight nine, out of nine. nine. Miss Business was number eight. So, yeah, first eight out of nine episodes, it was just us in the dining room. This is our first time together down here. Yeah, I think so. Legendary. Um, so, you know, that's how the, the original format of Earn Your Leisure was just me and Troy. And then, uh, you know, we switched, we switched formats a few times. And, um, of course, you know. Ernie Alicia took over the whole entire world and linked up with some of the biggest celebrities of all time. Your Master P's, your DJ Khaled's, your Rick Ross, you name them. Mark Cuban. Uh, Mark Cuban. Couple billionaires. It just became a cultural phenomenon and just yeah. kind of took over. But we never lost the key essence of what has gotten us here. And, um, you know, we, we pay attention to what people say. And people have always asked for, you know, every now and then, let's get back to where it originally started. This is gonna be y'all again. So, this is it, man, you know? <laughs> we we reached the mountaintop, and we coming back down. Um, and we just, you know, we're gonna give this this episode where it's just gonna be very nostalgic of how we first started, where we just gonna give information. Um, but we're gonna walk you through our journey of where we are now, yeah. and give you some gems that we are actually applying um in real time provide the information and um and we're gonna do it we're gonna, yeah, yeah. We gonna get to it that's a fact man and you know the, the model as we learn we teach 
And so we've learned a lot since we last did one together. And so it's time to give back some of this information that we acquired and do it in real time. You know, it's the end of the year. And so it's going to be very fitting that we can give some some gems that they could potentially use before the years out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, strapping your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to it. <laughs> so the first thing that we're going to talk about, you know, we changed the game last year. Shout out to our CPA, Miss Business. Um, we did a dope episode and she, she spoke about uh, you know the six thousand pound rule, and uh, after that, that just went viral. Everywhere. Everybody was talking Everywhere. about the six thousand pound rule and how you can deduct that. So, if you're not familiar with the six thousand pound rule, it was a, a rule put in place. Really, you know, they they used to call it the SUV rule, mm-hmm. um, where you know you can take a deduction if you purchase a, a vehicle over six thousand pounds, and obviously, you know, vehicles over six thousand pounds, trucks, SUVs, things of that nature. Yep. So, you know, you talk about end of the year tax planning and that's something that, you know, kinda common. But they thought it was just stunting with the Rangers. <laughs> yeah. So, um but we gonna we're gonna bring it full circus with this one because we are utilizing that one again. But this time it's a little different. So just to kind of give you some idea of how the, the 6,000 pound rule works. So vehicles over 6,000 pounds, you can deduct um, up to $25,000 um, in the year that you actually purchased the vehicle. So, you know, you buy a $100,000 car in cash. Now you can deduct $25,000, but it has to be for business use. That's extremely important. So you can look at that and say, all right, that's only 25000 Like, you know, what about the other 75000 So there's a couple different ways how you can get the full 100% uh, deduction. So, A, you can finance the car. Mm-hmm. So if you finance the car, you're paying, like, monthly payments, then uh, you can spread that out. And uh, the deduction carries with you for 24 months. So that's one way to not pay for it all up front, actually finance it which obviously you're paying a lot lower on the monthly side, and then you can t- you can take those deductions over the course of 24 months. Um, but there's exemptions. There's a few exemptions to the rule where you can get 100%. Um, That's what we're here for. Yeah. There's a few exemptions <laughs> to the rule where you can get 100% deduction in the year that you actually purchased this. So one um, is a pickup truck. Um, another is a delivery vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is a shuttle van, which is uh, nine passengers but behind the driver. Yeah, so, so it's very key that y'all know that it, the driver cannot have access to the road behind them. It has to be separate. Yeah. So the shuttle van is interesting for us. And this is something that this is what we're going to focus on for this conversation. Yeah. The shuttle by the shuttle van is so interesting for us is that, you know, shout out to Atlanta. Yeah. You know, we spent a lot, a lot of time in Atlanta and shout out to everybody that was at InvestFest. And, you know, when we was out in InvestFest and, you know, you got to start to move around a little differently after a certain amount of time. Like, you know, when you reach a certain level where people might know you or you reach a certain level of you got a lot of people that travel with you. Um, Ubers, Uber XLs is not really the best way to go about it. You know, out at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, it's not really, A, it's not really the safest way to go. And B, it's not really even the most convenient way to go. So we got turned on. Shout out to Just Goat. Just Goat, what up? Got to give him a plug. That's a fact. That's the bro. (laughs) That's our guy. Yeah. So we got turned on to these Sprinter vans. And we got turned on to these Sprinter vans in Atlanta. And um, it's a really dope way to travel because now you can get like 10 people, depending on how big the Sprinter van is. And people, if they ever seen us move, they know that we have at least seven people with us at all times. There's no XL that's going to pick us up. Yeah. <laughs> so now you can get a bunch of people in these Sprinter vans. And we've been taking these Sprinter vans. We just had one in Art Basel in Miami. Um, I think you had one in, in L.A., right? Yep, we got one in L.A. Um, yep. And every time we go to Atlanta, that's how we move around. It's like, all right. Instead of just buying cars and having them in Atlanta, that's gonna be kind of a waste. And then instead of just renting a bunch of SUVs, we, we don't wanna drive. That's what I was saying before too, like we driving cars and stuff like that. That's, that's not really the best way to go about it. We busy, we gotta prep for things. Can't just be driving cars in traffic. So now we, we got turned on to these Sprinter vans. So fortunately for us, we had a pretty decent year financially. So we had <laughs> at the end of the year and we like, all right, we gotta figure out you know, how to get you know, some tax deductions, how to save money on taxes. Because it's like, if not, if you just take the money in cash, you're gonna pay taxes on it. So we come up with the idea of, you know, what if we buy a Sprinter? Yeah, but, and, and so the idea, 
wasn't a new idea because last year we did it when we got our 18 wheeler. Well, that was a different that situation. Was different, yeah, different situation. And obviously we've seen it with the car. So it was like, all right, well, we have the mindset to say, all right, this is another way that we can depreciate our income. All right, let's go this route. You know what I'm saying? So we just, we ain't reinvent the wheel. We just added an adjustment to it. Yeah, the 18 wheel is another way to go. Yeah. Um, and we did that last year. So it's like, all right, this year, let's let's invest in a Sprinter van. So the Sprinter van makes sense for us for a few different reasons. A, like I said, we're in Atlanta all the time. So now we actually have a vehicle in Atlanta. Every time that we go to Atlanta, we can, we can move around how we want to move around. Um, B, if you see what we did with the 18-wheeler, probably the best part of that whole situation is the promo. Like we put... We put EYL University on the side, we put Earn Your Leisure on one side, and we put our emojis on the back. And the 18-wheeler travels all across the country, so now it's become kind of like an urban legend where you, you see it in Mississippi, you see it in Texas, you see it in Oklahoma and California, every, everywhere all over the country, you see the Earn Your Leisure 18-wheeler on the highway, so it's great promotion, it's a moving billboard. So we said, all right, we are gonna be in Atlanta a lot, why don't we buy a Sprinter van? where it can give us transportation, but then also we can put our logos on it. Again. It's moving billboard, once again, mm -hmm. and one of our biggest markets, you know, it's something that people see on the road and it's, oh, earning leisure, that's a vibe. That's one. Um, our merch is based in Atlanta also. So, you know, as the merch grows, and we'll talk about the merch later on. Yeah. As the merch grows, we need transportation for the merch for different events, to get it to the warehouse, to get it from the warehouse, to, you know, all of this different stuff. So it's like, all right, now the Sprinter can actually serve as a transportation for the merch mm -hmm. also. So now you're killing a few birds with one stone. Um, and then we get the bright idea that even when we're not there, we can make an experience and actually rent it out to other people that might need Sprinter vans. And now, you know, we have yeah. built uh, a following and have built, you know, loyal support. So people might want to, you know, it's a good chance. rent out the Earn Your Leisure van when they're in Atlanta as opposed to just a regular Sprinter. Yeah, Why mean, not? We, we've heard so much information, right? We sat down with Matty J. He talked about the Turo play. We rent Sprinters every time. It was just like it makes perfect sense and sense, right? Rather than just having a van that can transport us, Let's let the people use it. And by the, the time that people rent it, let's say it gets rented two to three times in a month, the van pays for itself. The van definitely pays for itself. And then we get 100% tax deduction mm -hmm. because it's over 6,000 pounds and it's one of those uh, exemptions. Yep. So now we can pay, was it like $100,000, something like that? To, to For the van? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't even matter the price. I think we're, the one we're going to do is going to be a little bit over that because we're going to customize it. Well, I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to give a gauge of how much we're going to pay for it. Probably 150. All right, so we pay $150,000. So that's $150,000 tax deduction because we'll pay for it in cash. So we get $150,000. Slice time. I'm just being honest. So you get we get $150,000 deduction, right? Save money on mm -hmm. our taxes. We get promo. We get travel when, when we're around. We get uh, transportation for our merch, and we can get some income by renting it out. Now we're providing a service. It's gonna be top of the line. It's gonna be super dope because we're gonna be traveling in it, so we're not gonna compromise the integrity of the van. So now you know you can support a black business and um, ride in luxury in a in a Sprinter if you want to go to, you know, prom. If you wanna if you're in town to go to a Falcons game. Yeah. If you whatever you want to do, you know we have a we have a a, a a service now that we can provide for people. It's a win-win across the board. Yeah, and then we get the bright idea that, hey, we're in Atlanta a lot, but we live here in New York, and we move around New York a lot to events, and so rather than getting one, why don't we try to get two, right? And so we have a few businesses that, that we run, and so we're like, all right, well, let's get one in this business name, and let's get one in the other. So in New York, it makes sense from a logistical standpoint, we have a vending machine company, right? We have to supply a lot of uh, food and drinks that go into the business. Rather than putting it in somebody's truck or put it in somebody's car, we now have a Sprinter that could transport it back and forth during, for the vending machines. 
And again, when we move around the city or we move to the airports, we have transportation rather than paying for Ubers, which are like $150 every trip we go to the airport. And y'all know that we travel a lot. So that adds up. In addition to that, now we also have a service. Like when Shadi was talking about, we have a rental service for that Sprinter. Obviously, again, it's going to be top of the line. So it will be available for proms and what all these type of events. We now have an income source from a van that was really a necessity for us because we had to transport our merchandise in Atlanta and we had to uh, transport our food and beverage in New York. Now it makes sense to have both of them. And again, we're writing off both. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of these things. Like I saw a 50 Cent a few years ago. He brought a um, the Lambo, a Lamborghini yeah. as a, a tax write-off. I'm not sure how that worked out um, as a business expense, but, you know, it's one of these things, you know, everybody's just, you just, whatever's right for you. For us, instead of, you know, buying something that we have personal enjoyment out of, and, you know, we could have did that route, but it's like, I, right, you know, it makes more sense to actually buy something that really has a real business use that can actually make money at the same time and is going to, you know, be good for the entire company, not just like me just buying a Ferrari and Troy just buying a Lamborghini and whatever. You know, that's cool. But, yeah. you know, we felt like reinvesting the money in the business was actually something that would be more practical, more beneficial, and um, something that could actually be more justifiable in the long term. So I say that to say, in your business, um, this is something that, you know, you could take advantage of as well as far as, you know, um, obviously, you know, the 18-wheel of the trucks, that's something that's, very big but you know um pickup trucks are real big too mm -hmm. in the south and things of that nature so you know if you're using it yeah, for business they need to know the, the actual logistics on the pickup truck i think it has to the bed of the pickup truck has to be six feet for it to qualify so there's yeah there's, there's like, like little yeah caveats yeah, you know just you make sure make sure you do your research yeah, on sure. it but but yeah um and you know delivery vehicles if you have a, a business that, you know, you have deliveries and things of that nature. So sometimes people are just buying these stuff without even realizing that they can actually take a deduction. They, just, they don't they, they they don't even benefit from it. So the name of the game is just to learn as much as you possibly can and play the game mo the most efficiently way as possible. So that's what we're here for, just to provide information. And This episode of Earn Your Leisure is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's is more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. Over the years, it's become a staple in our community. It's the place you're guaranteed to see teammates after a big game because everyone is headed to Mickey D's, win or lose. When I stop in for my morning breakfast of three hot cakes and a hash brown, seeing students using the Wi-Fi for their social media is all part of the routine. It's become the epicenter of the community. Whether it's gathering for a birthday party, and we've all been to a McDonald's birthday party, or the place that someone receives their first job, McDonald's grows with its patrons, which makes it the go-to place generation after generation. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, McDonald's. I'm loving it. You know, little stuff like that. That's, you know, six figures. You figure, so that's $150,000 savings. But let's say we make, you know, $3,000 a month on it, which is probably very doable, yeah, very right? Likely. So now you're looking at upwards of $200,000 swing. A yeah. two hundred thousand yeah. dollars swing, like you know what I'm saying. So hey, it makes it that makes a difference, yeah. almost a quarter million dollars. And it also gives us an opportunity to hire. Right now, we add to the company, right, because we'll need a driver. We'll probably have somebody doing logistics to booking. So now we can look again to our community and like, all right, well, we need this. We need a driver. Or one of the other things we can do is just do a logistics play and like, all right, well, you have shout out to to, to uh, Kev. He was like, look, I could run your fleet for you. You know what I mean? And now we just have a 10% situation where he gets 10% and or 20% and runs the business for us and books it for us. So it's an opportunity for us to grow. It's also an opportunity to help other companies grow and help young entrepreneurs grow as well. And just like that, a new business is born. Like out of just start trying to save money on taxes, actually a whole new business is created sure, sure. where you know now you employ somebody. So now somebody has a job to be a driver. Um, we get a tax deduction for you know, providing employment for somebody. That's another tax deduction is actually paying somebody's salary. And now who knows? This might turn into a whole fleet of sprint events. And you know, it might be, you know, a multi-million dollar company in a in a couple of years. Like, you know, so out of one necessity to save money, actually ended up, you know, starting a whole business. 
and um, we'll see how that goes. Keep you up to date. <laughs> You'll see it out there. It'll become like the trucks. Like, take a picture of it as it passes you. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's one of the things that people have, you know, come to love about us is that, you know, we're, we're, we're learning on real time and we, we actually are executing on these things in real time. So it's not like really just like, you know, we're in the classroom just speaking about stuff. Stuff might work out. Some stuff might not work out. Yeah. But, you know, the whole point of business is that nothing is ever guaranteed. You got to try it. And as we try new stuff, as we implement new businesses, we keep you up to date. We let you know what's going on, give you information, and then you can run the same play yourself. Yeah, that's what this is for. Like I said, as, as we learn, we're gonna teach. Another little thing about the 6,000 pound rule, obviously you have to have it in your business name if you wanna do it as a write-off, but you have to make the payments in the business name too. right? Yeah. So that's something that y'all need to know. Like make sure that you're making payments in the business name also, also, and this is key too. Make sure that when you fuel the vehicle, right? When you fuel the vehicle, make sure you use the business card or you have a business credit card, an account that tracks the gas because all transactions need to happen in the business. Um, so that's just another little caveat. Yeah, and the gas and all that is write-offs also. Exactly. And just, once again, it just has to be used for business usage. I think like if you use it for like 50% of business time, then you could deduct 50%. But if it's 100%, like this is gonna be 100% used for business, then it's mm -hmm. 100, we take the 100% deduction. So there you have it. That's the 6,000 pound rule that we're gonna be using for this year. Um, and yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> so the next the next thing that we're gonna talk about, um, the Augusta. The Augusta rule. The Augusta rule. This is a big, this is a big one. Um, and shout out to our CPA, shout out to Ms. Business to put us on game. But the Augusta, when you, I heard the word Augusta, especially like sportsman ads, the first thing we think is like Augusta, the golf, that's where the Masters is at. And it's interesting because that's my first thought and that's how the rule actually came to be. So the Augusta rule was created because people who lived around the Masters wanted to rent their homes to patrons who were coming to watch the Masters. And over time, they had to, you know, as they got rental income for having people come, they had to put on their taxes, and they thought it just wasn't fair. And so they, they lobbied, and a rule was passed called the Augusta Rule. So I'm gonna read exactly what it is, and I'm gonna tell you how this can benefit you. So the Augusta Rule lets homeowners rent their home for up to 14 days per year, that's key, 14 days per year without needing to report that rental income on their individual tax return. So this rule applies to any taxpayer who owns a home in the United States as long as your home is not your primary place of business. All right, so you must have a use case for it. How does that work? I'm gonna give you a prime example. I'm gonna use us. Can we use us? Let's mm -hmm. use us. All right. So, Earn Your Leisure is a business, right? That is our business. Shout out to our partner, Mike. That is our business. I am a homeowner, right? So those two things we automatically qualify for. We got a business, I'm a homeowner. Earn Your Leisure's primary address is not this address. It's a different address, right? And so what that allows us for me to do is say, okay, as a homeowner, I have a space in my home that I can use as a studio for my business. So what does that mean? That means that I'm providing a service by having a location, the cameras, the electricity, the TV, all everything that goes into the studio space is going to be rented by Earn Your Leisure. Why does that help? Because when we have to think of deductions, right, if I rent out this space to the business, now that lowers the income that the business has taken in. And so here's the key. You have to make sure it's only 14 days throughout the year, and you have to make sure that the rental price is something that's tangible. So where would you find out how much to rent a space? Well, Airbnb is a perfect place to find out how much something that's 1,200 square feet uh, would cost. Then you add into the cost of equipment, right? So if we use $4,000 cameras, we might have three of them, right? If I have to put in the lighting, all those things add up. I can charge that to the business, right? So I write an invoice to my business, right? They pay it, I don't have to report it on my tax return. Make sense? All right, so a couple of things we gotta just re re reiterate, right? So the business address cannot be the primary address, right? So I said, earn your leisure's business address is not this one, so that makes it a qualifying event, all right? And then we have to keep records of it. So we record sometimes here, but we live on the road, right? So we might go to LA, we might go to Atlanta, we record every, I mean, our, our studio travels, that's the beauty about what we do. We can be in Miami and record. Right, so have we recorded 14 days in this studio? Absolutely. Let's say that I charge the business $1,000 a day to rent, right? So that's $14,000, right? So 14 times 1,000, $14,000 I can write off, um, the business can write off because it is an expense, right? They're renting the studio. 
But that's not the only thing, right? So we have a few businesses, right? We have Earn Your Leisure, we have Earn Your Leisure University. We, we could do the same thing for Earn Your Leisure University with a homeowner from the business, right? So they have a home and they rent a studio like we do in Atlanta when we travel to Atlanta and we tape there. Again, we're rented a studio, so EYL University can rent the studio. We can charge another $1,000. And so now we have another $14,000 that we can write off for one business and $14,000 that we can write off for another, the other business. And so these are some deductions. Now you're adding these things up, right? We're looking at the sprinters. We're looking at the Augusta rule. We're taking advantage of it. We're finding deductions. And so if you, anyone, is in uh, the game of podcasting or doing video recording uh, in your home, right? Number one thing is that it can't be a, a sole partner LLC. It has to be a C-Corp or an S-Corp, right? You can't be renting it to yourself. Why does Earn Your Leisure work? Because I don't solely own the business. I have two partners with me. And so it makes sense that we can do it. Think about that, right? For not just Augusta, but like how many sports towns? Like we went to Michigan this year, right? The entire city of Ann Arbor is based around Michigan football pretty much. When we had to park, we had to pay $100 to park in somebody's grass, right? They're not writing that off on their tax, on their tax returns because they're saying, all right, how many home games do they have a year? Probably like seven. So imagine if they get like 10 cars to pay $100. That's $1,000 every Saturday. They got seven or eight, six or seven Saturdays, seven grand. That's just cash flow, right? They, if they have a business, right? If they made their business, uh, the parking, whatever, or situation it is, or rental, like for the apartment, if you want to come in for town, they don't have to write that off as long as it's 14 days. And it's going to be if they're coming for football because there's only eight Saturdays that they play at home. Yeah. And it's one of these things that you have to send an official invoice. Yep. That's extremely important yeah. to the business. You ha it has to be like done officially. It yeah. can't just be like at the end of the year, like, okay, I rented it out for $1,000 right. a day and I'm going to take a $14,000 deduct. Like, it's not, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Send an official invoice to the business, right? Mm -hmm. Be paid from the business. Mm -hmm. Like, that's important. Like, have the invoice paid mm -hmm. from the business so they can track it, so they can make sure that it's, yeah. it's official. But like you said, it's great for um, content creators, people that, you know, YouTube, um, podcasters, anything where you're actually using like a, a in-house studio, um, because that's what we pretty much do as far as the, Troy's pretty much his basement is our studio. So it's in his house. Um, but we also work out of here, obviously, mm -hmm. make a lot of content so we can, you know, you can rent out your basement to earn your leisure right? and it's tax benefits, obviously for that. Um, and the benefit of it also is that we were going to be using this anyway. <laughs> That's the crazy part. So it's one of these things where it's like going back to the last thing, you know, you just got to be creative and figure out okay, how can I maximize the situation? Because it's like, all right, we're going to be here anyway. Mm -hmm. So why not take advantage of it? And another way to find out, you know, because like you said, it has to be a reasonable price that you're charging rent. Like you just, you can't charge like $100,000. Yeah, we're not going to charge 10000 an episode. A day. Yeah. It's, that's not a reasonable price. But how can you find reasonable price? A, you know, you can't have a level of common sense, but then you can go to websites like Airbnb, mm -hmm. uh, Peer Space, mm -hmm. and see like what apartments or side, like if it's just like it's a thousand square feet here, what apartments or places that's a thousand square feet are charging per day. You know what the crazy part in the is? area? We were shooting assets over liability, shout out to our revolt team, and we were looking at the, the young lady who rented the apartment. We we're like, yo, how much does this go for? And then she told us the site. And when we were doing the research for it, I'm like, I bet. That's how we'll be able to tell how much we can get. Here's another thing, though, right? Every year, we want to improve our game, right? And so the cameras that we lose, used last year, I might say we need to upgrade, right? So the cameras now become a deduction for the business. The lighting becomes a deduction for the business. The renovations that we have, right? So when, if you ever seen the studio before, it didn't look anything like this. The couch, everything that's inside of this room is a write-off for the business. And so now when we're talking about how much do we charge, yeah, the space might cost a thousand, but the level of equipment that we're using, we might have to up the price a little bit because yeah, this camera costs 4,000. That's $12,000 worth of, the lighting costs 3,000, right? We gotta take that into account because the business is also renting that. You see what I'm saying? So that's another deduction. Just these little things that you didn't know that you could do, and now we're telling you because we're doing it.
Peerspace is another great site. We spoke about this briefly on Market Mondays, but if anybody's not familiar with Peerspace, and there's a few other um, sites similar to it, where like Airbnb, obviously everybody knows what that is, where you know you rent your apartment or your house for the night or a couple nights. People, you know, spend the night there. But Peerspace is great because it's like done per hour. And mm -hmm. um, it's more so done for like people that shoot in content. So we found out about Peerspace when we shoot in our Revolt show. Shout out to Revolt. Make sure you watch Assets Over Liabilities on Revolt TV, Revolt YouTube. Please do. Um, so when we were in LA, we were shooting an episode for Assets Over Liabilities. Actually, both LA and LA Atlanta. and Atlanta. But Atlanta's the one where we actually met the um, person at. She, it was her apartment, so she was a big fan of Ernie Alicia. She heard that we was going to be there, so she stayed, and we, we met her, and she was telling us that um, she was renting her spot out on Peerspace, and it was like, what does that mean? She was like, well, you know, a lot of people shoot content, so now, instead of charging, you know, $1,000 or $2,000 for a night, you can charge that for four hours, mm -hmm. but and now it's like a professional crew coming, so you don't have to worry about, like, revolt you know, breaking your window and stuff like that. It's a professional camera crew that's coming and they just strictly business. They're not going to be there for nonsense. Mm -hmm. They're only there for a few hours. And that's the way for even, she was explaining, you know, if some buildings, obviously check the check the building and make sure. But um, if some buildings don't allow, um, you know, Airbnbs, as far as somebody like kind of living there, they may allow the peer space situation because they're not living there. Technically, it's just day rentals. Yep. So that's just like having like, you know, just people coming over for the day, right? So that's a whole different ball game as to have somebody actually like spending a night there, spending a couple nights there. So it's, it's more leniency and it's actually more profitable a lot of times as well, especially if you live in a city like LA, Atlanta, Miami, where people shoot content all the time. It's very, very common that people shoot music videos, people shoot television, movies, all kinds of stuff. And if you know you have a decent place, you can make a lot of money, at least cover your rent or your mortgage um, sure. only a couple days out the month. Yeah. So peer space is something that everybody needs to be aware of too because that's another avenue. And it works just like Airbnb as far as, you know, go on there and list the, list the property, take pictures, stuff like that. But it's just, you know, it's a lot less time as opposed to the Airbnb where, you know, two, three days, you just got two or three hours with the pair space. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, these are gems, man. These are gems. And like I said, this is a, the time of the year where people could be looking at it. But again, make sure you record. And the best way to, to, to find a record of what you've done is for us, it's simple, right? We can go to YouTube and see like, hey, we did this episode this day. It's already tracked in my, my iPad, but we've documented everything we've done. So it makes it very easy. So I would suggest everybody Make sure that you document your process. Make sure you have your dates in line. Make sure you send those invoices correctly. Again, the Augusta rule, a couple of things. Just to remember, right, it has to be 14 days. So, Or people, if you look at the law, it'll say under 15. So 14 days, someone has to own a home and you have to have a business. Not just you, LLC, a sole LLC. You have to have partners. You have to have S-Corp or C-Corp. You have to have those things in order for this Augusta rule to work. I think it's a great rule. I'm not sure. Do we know this last year? I'm not up. sure. We shut up. Yeah. Shout out to this business stuff. Yes. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So, all right. So now I want to do a story time. All right. So I told you this is going to be nostalgic. And um, part of that nostalgia was actually my favorite part of the show when we first started. It was a segment that we had called Story Time. Story Time was a, a time that we used to do like case studies. Yeah. into interesting subjects in pop culture related to business. And we used to just break down like different interesting little tidbits and um, kind of break it down and explain, you know, it in detail and, you know, bring it back to how it's relevant to, you know, business and yeah. stuff that you can learn from. It was fun. It was yeah. fun. I remember we came up with the idea and then um, trying to create a segment for it. I remember being like in the my office at work, like trying to piece words together, like, yo, we gotta use that Nas clip. Like, here's a real story that must be told. Like, yeah. So to have it back, do it again, man, it's, it's always fun. It's so, always fun. So in true EYL fashion, if you listen on audio, this is strictly for audio, because we actually started on audio before we were on YouTube. So audio, we about to run it, about to run a Nas clip. <laughs> and uh, let's get into story time. Here's a little story that must be told. Listen up, gangsters and honeys with your hair done. Storyteller, thug, narrator, my style's greater. All right. So, for this one, we're going to talk about... Legend. 
one of the goats in the game, man. Legend. The question and the answer. Ooh. Shout out to Allen Iverson. Bubba Chuck. Bubba Chuck. The question, the answer. Uh, goes by so many different names, AI. And uh, somebody who I actually had the honor of meeting. 21 has been a crazy year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out to my brother Al Harrington, man. That was a huge, huge, you know, if anybody if you know me, you know I'm a huge, huge sports fanatic. Played basketball my whole life. And Allen Iverson was one of my, you know, greatest inspirations, one of my favorite players of all time. Um, somebody who I always, you know, just held in such high regard since he was in Georgetown. There's nothing like the Georgetown AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Georgetown, Georgetown. AI with the patent leather Jordan. Sh- 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 Shout out to oh, like it. shout out to that whole team, man. I, I think I got the starting five: Victor Page, Victor Page, a legend. Victor Page is legendary. Jerome Williams, Jerome Williams, junkyard dog. Othella Harrington, Othella Harrington, that's legend. I'm missing somebody. Nagta Injai, was no, it? No, no, that's North Carolina. That's North Carolina. That was that was a great team. The North Carolina team. No, well, oh, that team was great. The Georgetown team. That, that was, was a, a that was team. a hell of a team, that man. Was a great team. But um, shout out to AI. So long story short. Allen Iverson, a legend in the game. Yes. So, but we're going to talk about, you know, some financial uh, situations with him. So, he has one of the, the dopest creative deals in history okay. with Reebok. You know, yeah. a lot of people know he signed with Reebok, came out with the, you know, the Let's question. The, the yep. question was the first shoe. The answer was the second shoe. Um, shout out to Steve Stout, put together that commercial for Jada Kiss. That mm-hmm. was a legendary commercial, probably one of the best commercials of all time. Yep. Um, but, you know, he's still getting paid from Reebok to this day. Yeah, I think he was the, I never had heard of that um, prior to him getting that lifetime deal. The lifetime like, deal, I, we, yeah. We grew up in sneaker culture, obviously. Jordan was huge. Uh, Penny had had his kicks. Even Grant Hill had Feli <laughs> rocking. But Reebok gave, Shaq had Reebok too. Let's not forget Shaq as far as the kicks. Shout out to my man Patrick Ewan. Let's not disrespect my Jamaicans. Shout out to New York. Everybody in New York, y'all know y'all had a pair of Ewans. But nobody had a lifetime deal. Like, I couldn't even understand it. What does that mean? Like, he is, at in 2001, like, I think he signs his deal. And it's like, he's good for the rest of his life. I'm like, well, he's not playing ball for the rest of his life. How does, like, what? Yeah, so, and, um. When he first came in the league in 1996, he signed a $50 million, I believe, $50 million deal with Reebok, 10-year deal. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, you know, that was crazy. He put out the shoe. That went, that went crazy. And, uh, you know, it's so ironic because I think his last game that he played was 2010. 2010. 2010. 2010. Going, on, going on 12 years, bro, without AI. Yeah, 12, 12 years Damn. after he, um, over a decade. Um, so... He has uh, in his contract, in his newer contract that he signed, mm-hmm. um, payments of eight hundred thousand dollars a year. So you know, a lot of times, obviously, people know that he fell on some you know some hard times, had a divorce, I believe. But then he got remarried. But you no know, issues. You know, people always have issues. So, mm-hmm. but you know, that's one of the things where it's like, all right, he had the foresight, and his advisors had the foresight to put that together and to have eight hundred thousand dollars a year. He's still getting paid eight hundred thousand dollars a year. So it's like, even if you blow everything, you know, you still at the very almost least you're gonna have dollars. almost a million dollars when you wake up. Yeah. Um, and he's still putting out the shoe, like they putting out limited editions of the shoe. I think this year's edition is going to be an ode to the '96 draft class. So everybody in the, the lottery, uh, a color from their team is going to be on the new uh, shoe. Yeah, but an- another probably even better than that is. Um, he has a $32 million trust that he can't access until he turns uh, 55. Mm-hmm. So I believe that's year 2030. 2030. So, um, so when, he, when he turns uh, 55, he has $32 million in a trust from Reebok. So, you know, that was a, you know what we call in the insurance world uh, a DIA. Deferred annuity, deferred income annuity, where you put you know a set a set amount of money away, and um, it grows over the period of time. It's kind of like a lockup period, and you can't actually have access to it until a certain period of time. And then, when you do have access, now you can choose different ways how you can choose. But most people choose like another lifelong payout, where mm-hmm. it's like uh, they do a calculation based off of your age. And now, you know, let's say that $32 million will equate to, you know, $1.5 million for the rest of your life. Somebody else who had, you know, a similar type of contract like that. The great. The legendary Bobby Bonilla. We, we've covered that story. Bobby Bo, Bobby Bode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Bobby Bonilla, another one that, that had that insight. So it's like, you know, that is tremendous insight, like I said, of on his advisors. Whoever set that up for him definitely, you know, 
great, great insight. Whereas, okay, you might have had some financial troubles. You might have, you know, uh, might have not made the best decisions financially. But A, you still have a salary every year, pretty much, of $800,000. But even bigger than that, you got $32 million that's waiting for you when you turn 55, like, at the age when you probably need it the most. Exactly. And now that's in, that's a deferred annuity that's, you know, grown over the course of time. And that's just going to set you up for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, the, the vision. I mean, the, the person obviously advises everybody. Obviously, probably looked at his financial statements going up into that point and said, "Let's protect him. Let's put these barriers in place to protect him." So the annual salary, I know it probably wasn't even Reebok though. It's probably outside his advisors, advisors. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking like eight hundred thousand at that time when he's making a couple of million, probably almost nearly every two or three games. It didn't feel like a lot, but when you stop playing and life slows down for you a little bit, the endorsement deals that you used to get slow down a little bit. To have the 800 is like, all right, bet. I don't even have to play ball. I don't even have to, like, I could just chill somewhere and collect 800. Yeah. That's incredible. So uh, the 32 million, that grows over the time? How's that work? Well, that's what it's projected to be. It's projected to be 32 so, okay. Yeah. So it, it might have it put in, you know, 15 million. Yeah. Whenever they started, it might have been 10 million. So yeah. it's invested over a period of time. And now at that period of time, that's what it will be at that period of time. But it could be more. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi. I remember going to an HBCU football game. It was one of the most memorable experiences of my life. Watching an HBCU's team and band bring so much excitement to the stadium, completely packed with fans, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The best part about it is that Pepsi is a proud supporter of HBCU students on and off the field. Pepsi and HBCUs, that's what I like. Um, well, so it's, it's based off of an actuary. Okay. So yeah, it could be more depending, but you know, for most of the time, like it'll, it'll be a set number based off of a calculation. So it'll be, let's say, and that's why it's done on like on an annuity schedule. So if it's a 10 million and let's say it's invested, you know, and it's earning 6%, but the annuity calculation is 4%. So they're going to guarantee the 4%. Okay. So now it's like, all right, we're guaranteeing you that at this point in time. And that's why most of the time you take it off of an income. Mm. So it's kind of like how a pension works. For that, make it as easy to understand as possible because most people can wrap their heads around a pension. So, you know, if you work a pension, it's like, all right, if you work this amount of years, you get a percentage of your salary. So that's how they can say, okay, in 10 years, you're going to have a million dollars in your right. pension. Yeah, I think like in the teacher world, they take <coughs> the average of your last three and they give you like 67% of that, or something like that. But the deferred annuity is something that... Um, Anybody can really do a deferred annuity idea, and it's something that you can do if you, um, especially if you have a lump sum of money at a young age. So a lot of athletes are entertainers, right? So this is something that athletes can, can use as a strategy outside of a company. You can do it yourself. So if you sign, you know, a $10 million, you know, um, signing bonus, if you're in the NFL, like you can take $2 million and just put it in a deer and just have it just sitting for 15, 20 years, growing over the course of time. And then when it's time to take it, now you might have, you know, $15 million that you're just drawing a lifetime income off of. So that's, that's a strategy that, you know, you can use over the course of time as a safe way. And especially like if you don't really trust yourself and say, I am, I ain't even worrying about this. I'm just going to lock it up, give it to the insurance company. It's going to grow. By the time I turn 50, now I'm going to start taking money. And now that's something that you just set yourself up for life and you don't even have to worry about it. And not just athletes, but I just use athletes because, you know, they, they get lump sums of money. Right. They get a large amount of money when they're young. But anybody that comes in, a, you know, good fortune, if, you know, yeah, that's yeah. that's the entrepreneurs. Yeah. If you get a windfall of money, at, you know, early on and you're not sure what to do with it, you might want to take a portion of that, put it in a deal, let it grow over the course of time. Now you set yourself up for a lifetime income. Yeah, I'm thinking two things as you're speaking, right? Like the last part of what you just said, like if we don't know what to do with it, well, we know what happens when we don't, we don't know what to do with it. We spend it, all right? And I'm thinking the other part is like, yeah, AI did this deal in 2001. How many athletes has he come in contact with or have heard about this deal that haven't taken advantage of it? Right, yeah. like you don't you hear a guy's story, but you don't hear anybody else that's doing this, right? This makes perfect sense, man. Like y'all going, you're going to be older a lot longer than you're going to be younger, and especially some of these guys, where an injury can change your financial trajectory that quick, or some a life incident could change your lifetime trajectory of income. It's like, yeah, you should be planning. This is going to change the game. I think it's going. You change the game just now. 
probably. <laughs> Hit the studio and change the game again. So shout out to AI, Bubba Chuck. We got to get him on the podcast. That's he got a, a, a new strand with Viola. Yes. Um, yeah. So. Listen, listen. Wait, what's camera am I in? Whoa. AI, you got one there. <laughs> shout out to AI. I've heard. <laughs> and um, congratulations. Much success. And yeah, look into the deer. Something to look into for sure. Yeah. All right, so the last thing we're going to talk about is um, headed into 2022, our merch. So our merch they know. has evolved they to a, know. a full-fledged um, fashion line. And it's something that, you know, if you've been following the Drip Report, shout out to 13th and Create for, you know, capturing nice. these pictures. And uh, most importantly, shout out to Mike B, our stylist. And, you know, when we talk about fashion, more so than we're going to get to the business behind it. And, you know, it's obviously a, a, something that, you know, can generate revenue for you. But for us, we look at fashion as a way. It's like art. It's a way to make a statement. It's a way to, you know, reflect, you know, who you want the world to see you as. And, and that's the first thing people see is what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, shout out to Griselda, first and foremost. And, you know, I short inspiration from a lot of different people. So, you know, definitely inspired by West Side Gun. And, um, you know, his his fashion mind as far as, the you know, their drops that they do and things of that nature. And one thing that really caught my mind was when they, you know, the original, they originally started as a, a fashion company and Griselda Fashion Rebels. So even their drops to this day is Griselda Fashion Rebels. Um, and that really, you know, resonated with me. So kind of like, you know, borrowed that and took the EYL Fashion Rebels. And, um, you know, the reason why we say Fashion Rebels to me, my interpretation of why we say fashion rebels is you know we see a lot of people in the space and just in general you know get money and they they validate their success by buying balenciaga by buying gucci buying louis vuitton buying all these european designers that you know a we know they never cared about us anyway um and then b you know you're spending all this money half of the stuff doesn't even look that good in my opinion um it's off the rack so it doesn't even really even fit you that well so it was like for us, you know, when we reached a certain level of success, it's like we always loved fashion our whole lives. So instead of, you know, buying all of these designers and giving them free promotion, we figured, all right, we just promote our own brand, but just on the next, on a higher level. Mm-hmm. And so we teamed up with Mike B and we just got a bunch of just custom made clothes. Custom made clothes, EYL University, EYL logos on it. And it was all inspired from like, you know, that 90s era of, you know, that hustler era, that hip hop, you know, that was stuff that we kind of grew up in. So when you see us with the velour suits and the army fatigue jackets and different things of that nature, it it just kind of, you know, brings it back to the throwback Jersey era, things of that nature. Yeah, man. I I mean, we get to live through nostalgia. Like, Like we watch, bad boy in the moments, right? So, like, we recreating it for this generation, but I, w- I want to hop on the fact that the Mike B situation, because we could have went anywhere, but Mike B is a legend where we from. Shout out to everybody in Greenberg. <coughs> our Bogard is a brand, and um, he's from our neighborhood. So, we, rather than choosing some random designer, we went back home and chose a dope designer from our neighborhood, a black-owned designer, to create our clothes. And so now we stimulate his economy, he stimulates our economy, and he makes us look fly. And so when we talk about support each other, like, we really mean that. Like, we could have went anywhere. We say, yo, we staying home, and we're going to grow this this line. And now the public gets to see it, and they're like, yo, where are y'all getting these clothes? And so people from the 90s that were in that bad boy era know that Mike comes from, from, from the bad boy team. But they're like, oh, he's bringing that back. Um, and so I, I told her the goal is, like, I, I want Puff to be like, yo, I want one of them shirts. I want I want that leather jersey that, y'all had, that you had on. Like, that was my thing. I was just like, yo. That time era influenced me so much, and I'm sure influenced you so much. It was like, yo, we just paying homage to these guys the best way we know how, on whether it's telling through their business stories and and giving information, but also in fashion, like you said, it's a way to express ourselves. So, just pardon us if we getting fresh on y'all. We don't mean no harm. (laughs) Yeah, no, we changed the game. We definitely changed the game, and I see, you know, a a switch in people making their own clothes and things that nature as far as. You know, in our space, obviously people has always made their yeah, own yeah, clothes, yeah. but, you know, in our space, you know, people, you know, moving away from buying designer clothes. And and if you do that, that's cool. Yeah, yeah no, you know, everybody teaches no, 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 own, but I'm just yeah. saying, you know, we definitely changed the game in that. 
and that's dope to see people following that that trend and coming out with their jerseys and their varsity jackets and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's another thing too. So like when we talk about people copying, like we said that like in school was frowned upon in business. It's you you thrive because you copy. And my thing is like, yeah, if people are going just jack, that's not nah, it's not cool. Be original. I like that part, but let's let's be creative and let's inspire people to do more. So like. We want to be inspired too, you know what I'm saying? So like when we do things, we don't do things like, oh, hey, we're doing this for ourselves. Now nah, we're doing it to help inspire other people's visions, right? And so when, we, like I said, when you see us go to Nigeria, I want to see people do that. I want to see people go to Egypt. I want to see people highlighting black businesses. I want to see them finding black designers to work with. Like those are the things that we should be copying. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm cool with the the, the if you go on Jack, but Jack those things, Jack those attributes that we doing. Support everybody. Yeah. So, um, so as far as the business side of it, you know, as we said before, we got a dope episode on, on um, how to build a merch brand. Definitely check that out on our YouTube channel yep, on yep. Spotify, Apple. Um, gives you like all the breakdowns of how to start all of our trials and tribulations. But um, you know, for us, um, the biggest thing from for clothing for us is promotion. And it was a way to actually grow our brand early on as far as it's so crazy. Assets over liability something that I came up with um, and like how I drew it. I wanted it drawn a certain way. and You know, it was something that I just thought really just solidified everything that we stood for. So we would, you know, put it on merch, T-shirts, and then that grew into hoodies and that grew into, you know, now we have a show revolt called Assets Over Liabilities. So now it's become just synonymous with us. So this is why, you know, branding yourself outside of just one thing is very big because now we don't have to say earn your leisure on every single thing. You know, yeah. assets over liabilities. Sometimes people will call us. I have heard people call us assets over liabilities. Yeah. I think Ross called like a few people. Every time like, he sees us. Yeah, <laughs> like people, they, they've, it's become so synonymous yeah. that people are actually that's another name for us at this yeah. point is assets over liabilities. And it's a conversation starter too. Like, yeah, for sure. People see it's it, definitely, like, it's definitely that? a conversation starter. EYL, another one. Um, when people see us now, it's EYL. We probably get EYL more than earn your leisure. And EYL is something that, you know, once again, going back to the fashion, you see like the YSL and you see a lot of the fashion houses, they have three letters as their, you know, acronym. So, being that we have earn your leisure, EYL just sounds really cool. So EYL, so you know, if you was at InvestFest, you saw I had the EYL soccer jersey, the EYL cardigan sweater, different things that a lot of stuff is branded with EYL. And then- What's going on, Ernest? Look, at 26, I made one of the most important decisions of my life. That's right. I didn't have family at the time, but I did have a life insurance policy. A wise man told me life insurance isn't about the people who die. It's about the people who live. It's one of the best ways to secure generational wealth for your family's future. And it makes perfect sense why people get life insurance, especially term coverage, which surprisingly is affordable. Why not pay a little bit each month to secure the future of the people you love long term? If you're asking yourself that question, I want you to check out Ladder. Ladder makes it impressively fast and easy to get coverage. You just need a few minutes and a phone or a laptop to apply. Ladder's algorithms work instantly so you'll know right away if you're approved for coverage no hidden fees and you can cancel any time and since life insurance costs more as you age now is the time to get started so check out ladder today to see if you're instantly approved go to ladderlife.com slash eyl that's l-a-d-d-e-r life.com slash eyl that's ladderlife.com slash eyl you know how this works don't wait don't hesitate secure your family's future right now you know, being that we have Earn Your Leisure University, which is EYL University, you know, which is 10,000 members and the fastest growing, you know, community for entrepreneurs, investors, and people interested in business. It's like, how can we amplify EYL University? And we can do that through merch also. So now we have, you know, when you see us with the athletic wear, where, you know, it's like the velour suits and the and the uh, Sergio Tatini type of, you know, inspired stuff that all has EYL University patches on it. So now the EYL University patch is getting amplified through the merch also. So now we're promoting Earn Your Leisure University um, through the merchandise that we're wearing. Yeah. So now it's just a bunch of cross promotion that's happening. It's just a bunch of just brand yeah. exposure, um, brand recognition and and what we what we're doing now is just creating the demand yeah. because none of these are available 
right? So it's like, it's not even like a limited supply. There's none. It's really one of it's one because it's all custom. <laughs> so, you know, we, we that was a strategic marketing plan as well because, A, we want to just kind of beta test the situation, see how people will react to it, but then also build up the buzz, right? It's the same thing with the NFT world where, you know, you see people do NFTs and the people that really get the NFTs um, done correctly, they, they build out the Discord groups first and they, they provide the information. That's like what Gary Vee did. You build out the Discord group, provide the information, get people in the group, mm-hmm. get people enthusiastic about it, and then you provide, you don't just drop the NFT. Yeah. So it's like for us, you know, taking pictures and doing content and showing the merch and, you know, it's not it's not just done in vanity. Yeah, people thought like, they're like, yo, Troy, you became an Instagram model. I'm like, nah, man, there's a vision behind this. And I think, shout out to Loon. He, uh, he had interviewed us the other day, my man Loon. But then it was just like, yo, y'all do things so effortlessly and it's not over the top or in your face that you don't even know what's happening. And so people kind of expect it. Like when they see us, they expect us to be wearing our merch, right? But it, it's free promotion, right? Just, just like when we put the sign on the, the 18-wheeler. It's not in your face, but it's like, yo, that's free promotion because we know that somebody's watching. The most important thing is that when people see you, they want to know what you have on. And if you have a message and if you stand for something on what, what you're wearing, they're going to be attracted to you. I don't know how many people who didn't know who Earn Your Leisure was, but they read Assets or Liabilities and we had to have a conversation. Every time we go out, if they don't know who Earn Your Leisure is, I mean, they're like, yo, what is Assets? Oh, wow. Now it's a conversation. Now we've got one more viewer or one more listener. That used to be our goal. Remember that? Just one more listener a day. One more than we had yesterday. And so that's the way of not being over the top in your face. Like we don't have to say go buy, go buy, go buy, go buy. People like what we wear. They want to support the vision, support the mission. They wear it because they feel like they're part of it. And that's the key too. When we grow community, everybody feels like they're part of it. So all our earners, when they have it on, they feel proud because they know that we what we stand for. And if they have it on, they're standing for the same thing. Um, so yeah yeah so you know I say I have to say we're building the buzz um, probably springtime we'll start we'll start releasing those limited edition pieces um, and who knows we might even have some other stuff attached to it but you know you're going to be able to see the, the transition from and that's the dope thing about Earn too you get to see us happen in real time so starting off with t-shirts actually like pressing t-shirts ourselves yeah. actually even before that with Printful, Printful, Printful with Printful creating designs and then actually pressing the t-shirts yep. and then having it shipped overseas and you know sweaters t-shirts hoodies to now you're going to see the manifestation of a full-fledged fashion house um, who knows we might even debut it at New York Fashion Week who knows um, but you're going to see a full-fledged fashion house. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see a full-fledged fashion house with high-level designs, um, inspired with different you know, inspirations. Like I said, we might even do a, a, a fashion show. And um, you know, for us, it's all about just pushing the limits and doing things that nobody would have ever thought would be possible in the realm of financial literacy. You think about financial literacy, nobody thought that you know, Art Basel, that you know, one of the dopest activations in the last couple of years would be a financial literacy, you know, a- activation, but that's what we was able to do. Shout out to United Masters and shout out to Ally. Yep, yep. You know, that we had, you know, one of the dopest activations in our Basel and that was financial literacy based. And nobody thought that that was possible. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody thought that InvestFest, a financial festival planned in six weeks, could have over 4,500 people, you know, come out over the course of three days and shut down the city of Atlanta. Like, you know, that's not something. Nobody thought that, you know, financial literacy can sell out the Apollo. Yeah. Shout out to Mark and Monday. Shout out to Ian. Yeah, shout out to everybody that was there. So, you know, for us, it's just about having fun. And I feel like, you know, the great thing is that whether it's going to Egypt, Nigeria, and Jamaica, everything that we do is groundbreaking because it's never been done before. That's a fact. And, you know, that's one of the good things with being trailblazers that you really can't lose. You can't lose because there's no bar that's set. We set the bar. So, you know, now there's a reference point to say, okay, this is a successful event in Art Basel. But before that, there's no reference point for that. Like, you know, we're the first people to do that. You so, lead, what, what yeah, you say? You lead long enough, you become the leaders. That's a fact. So I say that to say um, the same thing we're doing with fashion. Same thing, you know. Um, you know, it's going to be dope. And, um, you know, we're going to you know make mistakes like everybody. But, um, you know, it, it's exciting yeah. that we're taking the next step in, in our fashion brand building out another company um and uh yeah the house the house of eyl that's what i was gonna say we got we got a, a new meaning to the eyl house like they had the house of gucci the house of eyl the house of eyl I like that like that a lot there you have it ladies and gentlemen um you know we really appreciate your support 
2021 has been a, a hell of a year. It's been an amazing, groundbreaking year. Um, you know, we did so much from Invest Fest to Art Basel oh, to the a, Apollo. We got to start from the top of the year. First, we kicked off the year with the legendary Hemphana episode. Let's, let's shout out to my boy Marcus Barney. Yes. Uh, we went to Breakfast Club, bro. Breakfast Club in February. We was in the like people were like, "Yo, remember when y'all was on there a couple of years ago?" I'm like, "No, nah, that was just that was February." They're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, that was February." It feel like so long ago, but like that. I mean, we we uh, did the Rick Ross interview in April. You know, we did the Shaq interview in June. There was so much that happened this year, bro. Mark Cuban came right after that. Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban was Cuban. right after him finding it. Launched the show with Revolt. Um, did Invest Fest. Um, went to Africa. Went to Jamaica. Um, did the Apollo. Um, just did Oakland. Home Expo in, in Oakland. Oakland, California. Stay tuned for Home Buying Expo. We're going to be taking that on the road. We're going to be taking Market Mondays on the road. Invest Fest. You can sign up. You get your tickets now. Invest Fest 2022 is going to be mm-hmm. huge. Um, more international trips. More international you know, content on the way. Um, EYL University, don't forget about that. EYL University. 10 different clubs, 15 different clubs. Shout out to everybody. EYL, EYL University, University. Shout is, out to Jan. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's been um, crazy, bro. So it's, it's, it's been a hell of a ride. And, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely powered by the people. So we don't take your, your support for granted. We appreciate you guys. And, uh, you know, it's really just dope, man. If you get a chance to, to check out where we started, I think it'll serve some inspiration. A lot of you have been with us from the beginning, but some of you haven't. Yeah. So I you might not. Going up, I thought about doing the green wall. Yeah, we should I have. I thought about it. I thought about it. Like, you, you I might, didn't want to throw the audience off. <laughs> you might not be familiar with everything that we, you know, we did. But, you know, we started from very, very uh, minimal circumstances couple of iPhones and shotgun microphones and you know went all over the world they can't forget the, t- the billboard in Times Square that was in uh, May the world is yours so it's been it's yeah. been a, it's been a great year it's been a great year um but 2022 bigger <laughs> bigger that's I hope it y'all ready that's it we got plans we got plans to go bigger bigger and better uh much success to everybody execute get as much money as you possibly can hope that we provide as much value as as possible um keep spreading the word and uh yeah thank yeah, you yeah we're gonna keep doing our part everybody has a role to play in this 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 space this revolution don't forget we yo we didn't even say about the ted talk killed the ted talk oh, yeah, ted talk ted talk was this year uh and we said it's, it's a revolution it's going to be monetized and it's going to be uh televised. televised and so that's happening and y'all been with it us since the begin of it a lot of y'all so you can just imagine where we had it man it's going to be incredible and I, I can't thank y'all enough y'all been running the numbers up for us y'all been championing us every time we meet somebody hit, hit been, number one on the podcast that's shows. a fact we was number one the signs right here that was a big thing for us every time we meet people it's like yo i tell everybody about y'all and i appreciate that wholeheartedly like seriously our number one thing was like tell a friend to tell a friend and y'all have been doing that at a tremendous tremendous pace and our growth is a, a direct sign of that so we appreciate y'all 2021 has been incredible 2022 gonna be even better it's gonna be even bigger it's gonna be even greater it's called more wins more wins more victories more learning more growing more teaching more executing let's do all those things y'all love is love yeah and also before we leave last last bit of thing gonna thank all of our support staff that you know Always holds us down. Our partner Mike um, Abdullah, who is uh, you know a sensational young man, he's our manager and does so much for us. Shout out to Abdullah. Shout out to Bam, who's been running our merch. Um, shout out to Smitty, who always holds us down in Atlanta. Shout out to my sister, who always holds me down. Shout out to Danielle, who always holds everybody down. Shout out to Rich. Glad to see you back on your feet, brother. Yes, sir. Uh, shout out to Janet. Shout out to MG the Mortgage Guy. Um, shout out to Ian Market Mondays. That's been a you know phenomenon, cultural phenomenon. Shout out to everybody on EYO Network. Shout out to Ash Cash inside the vault. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kiana Watson and MG the Mortgage Guy with Ransom Gems. Shout out to Inner Wealth uh, Podcast, my man Dave McCullough. Um, and we got some more podcasts coming for EYO <laughs> Network too. We didn't get a chance to talk about EYO Network. Um, Man, shout out to United Masters, shout out to Ally, shout out to Chase, shout out to, you know, the Black Effect Network, uh, shout out to Charlemagne the God, 
uh, who's been you know, he's been tremendous. Shout out to a Revolt family. Yeah. Oh, and Cass. Shout out to Cass and the Dream Nation team. Over shout there. out to Dream Nation and Casanova Brooks. Yeah. Um, and shout you know, we you know we got shout out shout out to all the guests, man. Shout out to everybody that shout touched to all the, the platform. Alumni. Shout out to all the this alumni. Yeah, the twenty twenty the twenty twenty one class is kind of crazy. Shout out to every one of y'all for uh, stepping up to to the plate and delivering a, a powerful message in your respective fields. Everybody did an incredible job. I mean, I've seen businesses grow to a level that I'm sure that they never thought. But that's the power of EYL. That's kind of what we do. And uh, we take great pride in it. And we love watching the growth of, of some of these businesses that you know nobody knew before. But they definitely know now. So shout out to the 2021 class of EYL. Y'all are incredible. Y'all are incredible. Yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Love is love. We appreciate y'all. We'll see you next year. Um, That's when you say peace, man. Peace. Peace. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.